We get it. Reselling can be lonely, but we're here to change that. So put your earbuds in, grab a drink, and tune in to the weekly podcast made for resellers by resellers. We'll see you at the water cooler. Welcome to another episode of Reseller Water Cooler. I will be your host this morning, evening, lunch break that you're tuning in with us. I'm Jen, uh, Decorate the Soul, and joining me today is... Hi, it's Ashley from Ashley and Blair Beauty. Hello, everybody. And Lindsay from Preppy Pineapple. Hey, y'all. And we are so excited to talk to you about the favorite buyer among all resellers in the community, the lowballer. We have received a lot of questions about the lowballer on our Instagram live videos, if you've joined it on Friday nights, and um, how we feel about them and how we handle them. So, Lindsay, please give us your definition of what a lowballer is. I think a true lowballer, at least on Poshmark, because they limit how low you can go, is someone who offers like 20% of what you're asking. So you have something listed for like a hundred bucks and they're like, here's $20. And you're like, Ooh, that's real low. No, I was saying that I thought Lizzie was saying 20% off and I'm like, no, 20% off. That's good. But yeah. you're really saying like 80% off. Yeah, yes. for sure. Anything over half, I think is a low ball in my opinion. Yeah, so I think everybody defines lowballer a little bit differently. I think it's um, that moment when you feel triggered by the offer that was sent to you. Yeah, uh, it takes you to a place where things get cloudy and uh, you're about to blow your top. It's part of the reselling game. You're going to get sent offers, whether you're selling on eBay, Mercari, Poshmark. Tradesy, like it's going to happen. Everybody is looking for that deal. Um, I've definitely had offers on Poshmark where someone has, um, they want something under $9. So they sent me an offer for $3 because with shipping, that's what, $9.49. So I understand, you know, that's going to happen. And I think there are a couple ways to handle it. Um, my personal strategy is that if I don't have anything nice to say, I don't say it at all. Um, I think that's because as a business, what is the most essential part of that business, especially in the internet age, we were just talking about this today with Twitter, is customer, customer service. service. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Lindsay, if you had one major customer service tip to give for a lowballer, what would it be? I think to offer in the comments to work something out, not just automatically decline it flat out just because the offer is so low, it's kind of insulting. Um, to explain to the person, maybe your offer is a little low, maybe we can work on something else. And sometimes I'll offer, offer to bundle a couple of things together if I saw that they liked a couple other things in my closet, because I'm a little more apt to give someone a larger discount for a bundle than just for a single item. That's actually a good strategy. I think that's good. I personally do not decline, just just straight out decline ever. I know that some people do, but um, I just like to keep that communication open. So I will just counter offer. And I know that's what you do, Jen, because I've heard you say that before, that you just always, always, always counter offer. And that's my best advice. Yeah, when it comes to Poshmark, I'm, I don't 
I don't answer immediately. I don't send a comment. I don't, and this is, I kind of like the idea of sending a comment. But what I tend to do is just counter. So if I got a $5 offer and it's a $30 item, I'll come down to a price that I think is reasonable, that I'm willing to kind of work my way to the middle at. Um, and I will keep countering until the end of time. I will not decline. <laughs> On eBay, if someone sends me a lowball, I do write a comment because it comes back as a message. You can send it as a message with your counter offer. And I always say, like, thank you for your interest. Thank you for, what else do I write? I have a couple. Thank you for your interest or I look forward to doing business with you as if I want this to happen. I'm kind of putting it in their head that I want this transaction to happen. I want to meet in the middle somewhere. And I think that tends to get me better response than leaving nothing on eBay. On Poshmark, I think you can kind of get away with it. But on eBay, I definitely think that that makes a huge difference. So do you auto decline on eBay? Do you have that set up? No, I don't. I don't have the auto decline because I don't want to lose a buyer. I just because somebody sends you a lowball, whatever you decide your lowball is, doesn't mean you should risk losing the potential sale. Yeah, that's true. But I like how you put a positive spin on it because that's true. I know that sometimes people can get a little sassy in the comments and you just got to keep in mind that like, you know, you didn't make this item more than likely you didn't make the item you don't have any personal true connections to it i mean maybe you do but it's just a it's just a shirt it's just a dress the goal is to sell it we don't want to hang on to stuff forever right. and um you know just get it sold work with them if at all possible and keep it positive there are some times that i will just flat out accept a little ball offer because i want to get rid of something or I've yeah, just had it yeah. for so long that anyone can have it. That's fine. So I'll maybe take a $5 offer, even with the fees on Poshmark being almost $3 for an item that costs that much, just to get rid of it. Because I'd rather sell it to someone who wants it than it be donated back to Goodwill or for something else to happen to it. Money is money is money. Yeah, I definitely do that. There's a couple items, and y'all might be the same way, there's a couple items in my closet that are like, I will take any offer if somebody gives it to me or whatever, because a sale brings more sales. Like, I definitely believe in that. So mm -hmm. there's just some things that are just basically any offer and it's yours. I take the money and run. I have, a lot, of men's, I have a lot of men's ties in my closet like that right now that for some reason my dad gave to me, but he bought like 12 purple ties that have like pointers on like the dogs on Aww. so it's a very specific look that someone would have to have so i'm like you want it for five dollars that's great you should wear this and rock it it's yours <laughs> that's a good point if it could be something from your personal closet that you're just over so you don't really that's why i would not i know people have talked about on poshmark having that auto decline feature that ebay has and that's why i wouldn't want it because there could be things that you're just selling for other people that they're just they just want to get rid of and for five dollars you kind of don't care you just want the activity or you want the rating i mean i this is probably for another episode but i don't really care about ratings on poshmark i do care about ratings on mercari and um ebay because people can see those that's something that a buyer can see so i don't mind getting rid of things especially on those platforms because 
that's and they rate me well because they got a good deal that helps me with a maybe future bigger sale okay do you guys ever run into the situation where low ballers are like the worst people to buy to because you think they're gonna complain or open a case or leave a bad review no i don't know no no i are there people out there who i think are they want to deal but they want to pay five dollars and get a four thousand dollar experience <laughs> hi my name is jen i'm one of those people <laughs> yeah but i i think that anybody can open a case just because someone lowballed you doesn't guarantee it yeah yeah. No, and I think you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Whether it's a $5 item or a $5,000 item, there's always a chance that you're going to miss something, too. Right. But there might be a hole in it no matter how much it costs, and you just missed it when you were listing it. That happens, regardless how much something costs, and whatever a good deal someone may or may not have gotten for it. So I'm also the kind of person that when I do get a really good deal on something and there's something wrong with it, I got a really good deal. Yeah, Yeah, so that's how I am too. (laughs) It could be either way. It could be the person. It it, just because someone lowballs you does not guarantee that it's going to be a negative experience, and they're definitely going to cause you a problem um, and try to return it. It, That's not scientific. There's no data. There's no data to support that. Give me the analytics. There's no data. Yeah. So sometimes I think about it like this. Um, If if it was like real life and it was cash involved or something. And I think about like I bought an item on dollar day or something and I get a low ball and I just imagine someone like handed me a $20 bill right now for it. Like, I don't know for when I make it kind of real like that, like money on the Mm -hmm. table, cash in hand. When I think about it like that, I'm like, okay, I think I'm just going to accept it. Like I'll just take it. Um, I don't know. I just try to kind of put it into perspective sometimes and try not to be too greedy. I think you just kind of nailed it. It's perspective. It's, it's, yes, you put time and effort into your work naturally, but if you aren't trying to get that item out the door, then what did you make? Zero (laughs) dollars. So what did you get? Nothing. Like, and then you don't have money to go buy something else. Yeah. And I mean, if you don't accept the counter offer, or if you don't accept the offer, you can always counter offer. So yeah, it's it's a personal decision. It's up to you. It's your closet. It's your eBay store. You know, it doesn't matter really anybody else. You know, you just take it if you want to take it, and if you want to counter, then you can counter. If you think it's worth more, some items are truly worth more, and you can sell it to somebody else very quickly. Then. You know, you got to keep that in mind and just remember it's, it's all up to you. It's a personal decision what you want to do, but it's also a business decision. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, it's your, it's your call. I think it's definitely your call. I think it's also how you respond and the experience that you're creating for your buyer. Yes. So I think... I think it's up to you to decide what you want to take and what you won't take, but I think it sometimes it crosses the line when I see people posting... Instagram shots of people's lowball offers and mocking the buyer. That makes oh. me feel really uncomfortable. Um, just because I think that we don't know people's situations. We don't know why they may only have X amount of money. And maybe they're just looking for a bargain, but maybe they're starting a new career and new clothes for work and are on a budget. And so I think just to kind of think about that there are other things than someone just being cheap or trying to insult you as to why and to make sure that we're giving people the dignity and grace that we would want 
ourselves because I'm not trying to be on someone's Instagram for being cheap or whatever, fill in the blank. And so that always makes me yeah. a little nervous when people kind of blast people on social media about their lowball offers. Lindsay, I think you just brought up an amazing point because if you post that, I think that's a really good thing that we should talk about is uh, to connect, obviously, as resellers, we have the reseller community and we're all across different social media platforms. And sure, it's fun to complain about certain things, but we also buy. We're also buyers in this community. We're looking for, you know, the those Tory Birch flats that we've been dying to find. And if I see you posting and complaining about buyers and negatively putting people down, um, my perspective of you as a seller, it could it could alter how I feel about purchasing from you. So you're you're scaring away potential buyers if you're going to badmouth. What you say on the internet stays on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, and, and whether you're doing it on social media, um, I think that's huge because you're kind of you're cutting off people who are already in the game, like who already understand how the game works. You're already you're cutting your nose off to spite your face. I feel like I just said that recently. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, you never know who's looking at your page. Like I know that my Instagram is public. I don't have my Instagram connected with my Poshmark account right now, but I do have it mentioned on my Meet the Posher. So, you know, any seller or buyer would could find it. And so I just keep that in mind um, because I don't want people to see complaints. I really, like, I don't have time for that on the internet. I really, really try to be around positive stuff it really affects my mood it affects me personally and so I just I don't look at it I don't have time for it like you don't belong so I always try to keep things really positive and happy and that's what I like to see and I don't want to hear your complaints or your gripes <laughs> I can get enough of that when I'm at work or <laughs> somewhere else you know like don't don't want it don't need it so you just never know who's watching, and you never know who other people know. So, I don't know. You don't want to embarrass anybody. Well, and if you're thinking of this as a business, do you want your business to come across as it doesn't as complainy? Because, yeah, okay, somebody sent you a $3 offer on a $100 item. Yeah, that sucks. That's awful. That's, that's yeah, that's rough. But going off about it in an Instagram post or Twitter or Facebook, which is even far more deadly mm -hmm. you're you're create one person comes across you and sees that you they that they're gonna judge you based on that one post they're gonna assume that that's who you are and hopefully that's not who you are because if you listen to us i think that means you're a good person i'm not sure but I'm, <laughs> I've, I've heard I think that there's a direct correlation between I the two i think yeah. that's true so keep those good vibes going but yeah i think Similarly, that's the reseller community or the people who are on Instagram who might buy or whatever social media. Sorry, I only use Instagram. But um, I think if you're on Poshmark, which Lindsay mentioned before that she talks in the comments, um, mm -hmm. I've definitely been searching for something on Poshmark. That's where I do the majority of my personal selling. Um, well, actually, it's the only place you can really see comments of people anyway, right? Yeah, you can't. Yeah. See it in anything else so and if I see a seller going off 
on a buyer because they asked a dumb question or that they deem a dumb question or um I don't know I mean the thing is if, if Lindsay sends me an offer Ashley can't see what that offer is but if I start commenting on what what the offer was that mm-hmm. she sent me or and, and I'm yelling at her saying $26 is way too low or whatever it is Ash is going to come along and be like, well, I was thinking of her in 34, but she might be offended and I don't feel like getting yelled at. And she walks yeah. away and she walks away. So you're, you're, you're scaring away potential customers by being public in that way. I think better idea maybe to do it is in the bundle. I, people can mm-hmm. still find it on Poshmark, the bundle. Um, but I think it's still, that's a, that's a lot of detective work to go find that comment. So I don't know if people would really go looking through your, your dressing room bundles, but I think if it's directly on there, if you do feel like leaving it directly on there, it should be a very positive, I'm here to help you, sunshine comes out my butt kind of experience. There's no such thing as a private comment on Poshmark. Yes, yeah, see, exactly. There's no such thing as a private comment. So if you wouldn't say it to your mom, don't say it at all. Yeah, and you don't see Walmart or Bath and Body Works or target or anything else they don't tweet about bad customers they don't tweet about business decisions stuff like that so some things you just need to keep to yourself you just counter offer and move along keep on rolling because everybody's gonna get them everyone's gonna get the lowball offer and i always still to this day i get excited when i see that i have the little poshmark notification on my screen like what popped in and then you open it and there's kind of like the oh but to turn that O into something amazing and hopefully make someone's day by selling them something and you get rid of something and then everybody's happy. That's always a win to me. The comment thing that you said earlier? So usually a comment and helping them build a bundle. That's usually what I do. So yeah. I usually maybe and even offer the bundle off, depending what they put in there at 50% off, just to get rid of things. So that's interesting. So you're saying that somebody sends you a lowball and you actually end up getting them to buy more than one item? Usually, yeah. (laughs) Don't don't decline those lowballs. Are you people listening? (laughs) That's why it's nice to be able to see what they like in my items for me to say, if you put all of these together, we can come up with some sort of deal. So they think they're getting a better deal than what they just even offered me as a lowball and they're getting more stuff. So that's a win. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a really good technique. I need to try that. I personally just counter offer to people and um i don't know i don't have like a real real thing to to do it um i don't ever really say my price is firm i don't like it when i see that on listings i don't i make a lot of sales from offers and offers to likers like a lot like almost all of them so i like the offer i do that but i don't have an, a strategy exactly to turn it into a sell. So I definitely want to try yours, Lindsay. I, I counter off, like I, I've said this a million times and if you watch the IG lives, you're like, oh my God, Jen, we heard you. My strategy is to just counter offer until they grow exhausted with me. And uh, I think in the past I have commented and stuff. It kind of depends on what it is or if it's a bundle. Um, I did have someone lowball me on I want to say a six item bundle 
and I wasn't paying attention to my cost. And I accepted it, not thinking about what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of like ranted and raved. And I was like, oh my gosh, I lost so much on this opportunity. Like all of these items were worth this. And wouldn't you know, she probably purchased from me at least once every two weeks, if not every oh week. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I got a repeat buyer out of the situation, and she knows she's going to get a good deal from me, and she probably, and she pays more because my theory about people who lowball is the goal of reselling is to get people to become repeat buyers. Those are the people who are the best because you can kind of shop for them in mind, and it's almost guaranteed to get it out the door, right? So... I think the first sale is kind of like your preview into who I am and what I'm selling and what you can expect when you get a package from me. Yeah. So I'm okay with a low ball or something a little bit lower on the first purchase because I want you to come back. I want you to be like, oh, I'm gonna pay more from from Jen because I'm gonna I'm gonna get an amazing experience and package. <laughs> you know, I want. Yeah. And I know that sounds cheesy, but I I really do think of this as a business. Because if I'm putting my time into it and I'm trying to make money, I'm going to try to make money. Like, <laughs> so. Yeah, I kind of want to go shop your closet now and get my package. Get your experience. <laughs> that's right. Get my whole experience. So when you are countering someone, is there sometimes a point that you get to like, this is my lowest price and you continue oh, yeah. to counter the same yep. price? Absolutely. Over yeah, and over. I do Absolutely. that too. Same price over and over. Because I, I do have this. I I can't remember anything. I don't remember what I ate 10 minutes ago. I don't know why there's a stain on my shirt, but I can tell you what the price of each item that I paid for. So I know when I'm countering that I want to at least make a certain, I at least want to make my money back. I don't want to go below it. So once I hit that number, I stay. Okay, so I've heard a theory that people will lowball and send an offer just to like, I don't know, just to see that you're there, see that you respond, see that you will go down. Have you guys heard that? And do you think it's true? Okay, that like people are kind of seeing if you're active. So they send an offer on an item just to like, they're obviously going to come up, but they just want to like, just see what they can get by, get with, see if you're on, that kind of thing. I... I feel like that used to be a big thing. I mean, there have definitely been times where I've sent offers and I don't hear anything. Like That's so frustrating. Oh, that's the worst. And you it's, really want it. Oh, all the time. It's always the things that I want. But, um, so I wouldn't really be surprised by that. I don't know. I, I've heard that before, but I've heard that from you. So... I don't know. I mean, that's also that's also potential, though, especially people who don't know the system. If they're new to Mercari, if they're new to Poshmark, and they don't know how the system works, then yeah, I don't really see, especially because I don't, I think, too, is that if you expect a buyer to understand what the pricing structure is and they don't know, like, they might not know that Poshmark takes out 20%. So... They, they might have no idea, and they're just thinking, oh, I have to pay this plus shipping. And on Poshmark, you also pay tax if you're not in the same state. So they're thinking of a certain number. They're not really thinking about you on the other end, which they shouldn't be because that's not their... It's not their job. That's yeah. not their job. I always... I will always come down like 6 to $7, no matter what. 
because I understand that the shipping price, like I keep that in mind for Poshmark. Um, I always will, will take $6 off no matter what, basically, because I know it's kind of high and if it's just yeah. one top, you know, I always keep that in mind. I actually think that's a really good, that, yeah, that free shipping. And I think I kind of do that on right now. My eBay store is set up on all auctions with, uh, sh they have to pay shipping. And I do raise my price a little bit. So let's say shipping's like $7. I'll have it listed something at $27. And no, I'm probably going to accept an offer for $20 because people think they're getting free shipping, you know? So I'm okay with that. So when you want to buy something, but you want to get a deal, do you lowball? Quote unquote, yeah. what you call lowball? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. I do lowball because I'm looking for the best deal, right? I mean, I mean, Lindsay has a nice closet, like personal closet. <laughs> I know this girl lowballs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why it's so full. Um, I think my other thing too is so I will find the item that I want. And it's usually a stock photo that I come across of what I want. And so once you find the name, I'll search for that and then find the person who has the worst picture of it and <laughs> buy theirs because usually it's cheaper and it will accept an offer. Yeah, I always filter lowest to highest. Like, if I know exactly what I'm looking for, I know the the style name or whatever. Yeah, I do that, too. Another strategy that I do, because I don't want to be a lowballer, I, I don't know. I really, I don't know. I hate to do that, I guess. So, one thing that I will do is I will find an item, even if it's just one thing, something that I want to buy regardless, but I just kind of want to deal on, I will add it to a bundle and then I'll comment and say, hey, can you send me an offer? And I usually get something really, really good, lower than something I would offer, or I would get discounted shipping, free shipping, something like that. So that's kind of my strategy. If you don't want to be a low baller, try that and and just see what kind of deals people send to you or just like the item and of course, wait for a deal. I feel like a lot of people do that. I think that, and then I've seen a lot of people, like I know Rachel runs like her $30 deals. Mm -hmm. So everything that's above $30 is $30 that day for like that two hour window. So you may be able to score something that's $150 normally for $30. And so if you're kind of active on Instagram, you can see who's running that type of sale and see what they have. Yeah, and support people you know and give your money to them. I think that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like me. Yeah, me at, too. <laughs> at Decorate the Soul on Poshmark, Mercari. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> so I have a story. I had um, a lady who was building a bundle, and it was a lot of really career-focused things, so pencil skirts and blouses. And so I sent her a comment asking if she was looking at putting together a work wardrobe. And she shared that she was, that she had um, recently gone back into the workforce. She was a stay-at-home mom prior to that. Um, her relationship had changed, and so she was heading back to work. So she was trying to get together work clothes, but she was on a really, really tight budget. So we put together probably five or six looks in that first box that she could mix and match nearly all of them together. Um, and she still comes back about every two months. So this has been over the span of two years. About every two months, she'll pop in and buy things. Um, and now she buys things. She pays full price for them. 
um, no offer comes in, nothing. And she always writes a really nice note, you know, thank you for supporting me. You didn't have to when you didn't know me, you didn't know my situation, but you were willing to work with me and also kind of go that extra mile to do some of the styling things for her. Cause she said, I had no idea what to wear after being out of the workforce for 15 years. Like it never had crossed Aww. my mind what was actually in style because I guess she had teenage daughters who, when she showed them what she was going to wear her first day, laughed in her face because they're like, mom, <laughs> you can't wear that anymore. That's not appropriate for you. So she <laughs> turned to Poshmark to find things. And she said she'd found some really great other people too who had helped her pull together some looks on her budget. And so that's been a really great customer over the past couple of years, she always pops up. That's so sweet. And also, I'm jealous that you guys have repeat buyers. I don't, I've had like a few, but I don't have anyone who comes in regularly and buys for me. I'm jealous. We'll get you one. We'll get you a nice low baller who becomes addicted. (laughs) They want to pay $5 and they'd also like free shipping. Oh, great. Because that's totally possible. Yes, that's totally possible. You're actually going to have to send them cash in their package. (laughs) I'm going to pay them to take the item from me. (laughs) That is very kind and philanthropic of you. (laughs) Okay, so... Ashley, parting advice for dealing with lowballers. Okay, mine's twofold. First thing, just take the offer. You'll get more sales from it. If it's something you can do, take the offer. If you can't take the offer, always, always counter. And this reminds me of something else. And I think this is a really good point. I went to, it was either Posh Party Live or Posh Fest. But Manish Kondra, who is the CEO of Poshmark, he comes out on the stage. And a really big thing that he always says is that Poshmark is built on love. And when you do something you love, money will come. That's like the big thing for Poshmark. And so that's something that I have always kept in my mind. And I always try to say and to tell people that Poshmark is built on love. That's why you share for others. That's why you do all of this. So anytime that you can provide a positive experience, I feel like you're rewarded. You're going to get sales. Your closet's going to have some exposure, all of that. So always do things in love because if you, um, I don't know, if you get sassy and send someone a bad comment, it might turn them off from the app. You know, they might delete the app off their phone and be like, I don't want to be any part of this. So I always try to, you know, act in love and and create a positive experience every time, even if it doesn't turn into a sell, just counter offer till they accept or go away. And that's what I do. And hopefully that helps you guys. I love that. That was, I'm crying. <laughs> I feel the love. Oh, yay, posh love. <laughs> and Lindsay, what's your parting advice for lowballers? Um, I think mine would be to treat everyone with dignity and respect and to give them grace. This isn't a time to blast somebody on social media. It's not a time to drive someone away because they offer too low. And it may well be that you're just completely priced unreasonably on some of the items in your closet too. So maybe you're just way out of touch. But to never be rude, always kind of look at that experience and always look at that this is a representation of you and your brand and how you treat people will not go unnoticed, um, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I I think you guys had some really good notes just now. <laughs> <laughs> you seem surprised. I don't know why. We're brilliant. I know. 
You guys are so wise all the time. Um, I think my parting advice is more internal. Don't get riled up. Don't get riled up because it's not personal. It's not about you. These people don't know you. They don't know how amazing and wonderful you are. But they're they're just doing it because they want to deal. We're all deal, you know, looker afters, deal seekers. Yes, in words, deal seekers. So I think the thing is, don't get riled up. Somebody was interested in your item, spin it, take it as a positive, and move on. Do not let it take up your time that you could be listing or sharing or liking or commenting or whatever it is on the platform that's going to get you sales that you're using is to br- uh, brush it off your shoulder. Yeah, that's, that's like very 2000. JC of you. That's very 2004 throwback. <laughs> brush it off. <laughs> brush it off your shoulder. <laughs> All right, guys. So... Thank you for tuning in with us on this wonderful episode of Reseller Water Cooler Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite streaming platforms. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, CastBox, Anchor. If you go on Anchor, you can send us voice messages. We'd love to hear your beautiful voices or handsome voices, whatever. Um we're obviously on Instagram, especially me, because I understand it. So we're at Reseller Water Cooler. Um, we're on Twitter, Ashley. At Resell Water Cool. Yes, Resell Water Cool. Water Cool? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Character um, limit. <laughs> character limit, guys. Okay. And then um, we're also at resellerwatercooler.com, which has all of this information for you and even has awesome bios of us. So click that stuff and creep on us. Um, And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can go down in the DMs or you can email us at resellerwatercooler.com. Whoa. Nope. You can email us at resellerwatercooler at gmail.com. Or tweet us. I already did the tweet. Did you? Thanks for listening. Thanks for thanks for listening in on this episode, Lindsay, to Reseller Water Cooler. (laughs) There's just so many options. Oh, you didn't do Facebook. You want to throw Facebook in there? (laughs) And as lovely Lindsay reminded me, I forgot about Facebook. So we're on there on Reseller Water Cooler, and um, Lindsay does a really great great job of posting some super awesome articles um, about the fashion industry and what's coming up. So yeah, check us out. We're we're relevant and hip and cool. So. Yeah, that's it. I hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Now go sell some stuff.